Dusty jerked back his head and stared heavenward. As he did, a wild cry burst from his throat. Unconsciously, he brushed his hand across his eyes and stared anew, but the scene did not change. Less than 2,000 feet above him were six jet-black fighting monoplanes. They were pursuit planes, but of what make he could not tell. He had never seen anything like them before. Save for their single wing, fared into the center of their fuselage, they had the same beautiful streamlined design of his own silver flash. Even in his utter bewilderment, he could not help but admire them. Like six graceful death-dealing hawks, they sat poised above him. Then, to his spinning brain, came the harsh voice again. Look below you too, Captain Ayers. He obeyed and got the second jolt in as many minutes. The top of the cloud layer was speckled with at least a dozen of the speedy little black monoplanes. Neither they nor the ones above had a single marking on their wings or fuselage. But they didn't need any insignia. Though he tried to convince himself that it just couldn't be possible, Dusty knew that he was looking at a pursuit unit of the Black Invaders. For an instant, stark terror gripped him. Not a muscle of his body moved. Not a single thought of action came to his brain. From head to foot, he suddenly became completely paralyzed. The earphones hummed, and in a dull sort of way, his befuddled brain registered the words. You see, Captain Ayers, you have a choice. It is not our wish to kill you. On the contrary, we want to take our first air prisoner alive. That is really why I did not shoot to kill last night, nor even try to chase you. We knew that there would be another chance. So fly north as ordered, Captain. It is the safest thing for you to do. Harsh and grating, yet without a single trace of accent, the voice beat against Dusty's eardrums. Hardly realizing it, he bent over the transmitter tube. "'Who the devil are you?' he shouted. The answer came back almost instantly. "'I am known by many as the Black Hawk, Captain Ayers. Perhaps you have heard of me.' The Black Hawk? Had he ever heard of him? Dusty had an almost irrepressible desire to laugh. Who hadn't heard of him? During the two years of war in Europe, the American papers had carried almost as many accounts of the Black Hawk as they had of Fire Eyes himself. Like his commander-in-chief, the Black Hawk was more or less of a mystery. To friend and foe alike, he had been known as the man of a thousand lives. Time and time again his death had been reported. Countless eyewitnesses had sworn they'd seen him go crashing to earth. Others had vowed that they had seen him shot at the firing stick. And then, a day, a week, or a month afterward, he had suddenly returned to life again and continued with his weird and well-nigh miraculous feats in the air. One thing about him was known quite definitely. It was confirmed by the Black Invader High Command. The man was the supreme head of the Black Invader's air forces. But what other functions he performed for that ravaging horde of world destroyers was merely speculation. Everyone had ideas, of course, but no one was able to prove them. The Black Hawk, the scourge of the sky, was right above him, ordering him to surrender. With a desperate effort, Dusty tried to collect his thoughts, to spur his brain to action. He was nailed like a rat in a trap. Worse than that, a rat usually went into a trap blind, but he had gone into this one with his eyes wide open. The choice had been his, and, like the dummy he was, he'd chosen the wrong thing. Damn, it was all so plain now. That dot-dashing he'd received had been a Black Invader ground station signaling to this monoplane unit. 
and undoubtedly the Des Moines orders had come to him from the Black Hawk's own ship. As memory flashed back for a second, he seemed to be able to join up the two voices. Yes, there was a similarity, the same inflection, even though one was a harsh voice and the other just commonplace. Trapped! For a moment he didn't try to reason why. He didn't question why so much trouble should be taken over his capture. Other thoughts crowded his brain. And the most puzzling of the lot was how in the name of God did they come to be there? But there was no plausible answer for the question. This was just a dream, a dream. Look up, look down, what do you see? The order his brain lashed at him was but additional confirmation of what he already knew. Yet, impulsively, he obeyed, stared down at the black-speckled cloud layer and up at the six darting arrows above him.